Welcome to the Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. And today we'll be covering minute number 57, which goes from 56 to 5659 uh, on the clock. And we start this minute with the end of Divya's speech. Uh, he started off with, you know, every minute the site is up, half a connection becomes less valuable. I want an injunction. I want damages. I want punitive relief. And we get the punchline in this minute. And I want him dead. Um, and of course, Cameron instantly agrees with Divya and says, I want those things too, which is unusual because Cameron is normally the sensible one of the twins. Um, and then this is where we get a bit of a callback to the whole gentleman of Harvard. Um, you know, you don't start a knife fight in the Crimson. And then from there, we keep going as we find out why the twins haven't took further action, uh, including a wonderful description of how they would be the bullies in Karate Kid. Um, and then we talk about the list of laws that have been violated. Um, and Cameron says there's no such thing as Harvard Law before we get the light bulb moment and Tyler pulls out his Harvard student handbook and, um, you know, this is where the brothers decide to come up with their great idea uh, which is not a great idea, <laughs> it turns out, to get a meeting with Larry Summers. And of course, Divya says they can't do that. And Cameron, he lists all the things that they've got. Again, the classic Sorkin list. Um, and then, you know, we finish with um, almost I, I mean, almost exactly rounding out the minute before uh, we get to meet, um, you know, two new characters who we'll meet tomorrow, uh, where Cameron asks, why Stanford? And of course, Divya says, why do you think? Um, and then we do cut to Palo Alto, um, you know, inside uh, of Amy's apartment, but we don't really get into that until tomorrow. Um, and, you know, th- there we, you know, like, that's it. Pretty much discussion from Tyler and Cameron and Divya about what they're going to do next. And joining me to talk about today is Noah McMullen. Hello, Noah. Hello. I mean, let's start at the end because I do love the list of Cameron saying, you mm-hmm. know, my brother and I pay tuition at the school. We carry a 3.9 GPA at the school. We've won trophies for the school and we'll be rowing in Olympics for school. I want to meet him with the goddamn president of the school. So, like... <laughs> uh, first of uh, again, all, I, 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 yes. I'm not sure how they do. They have the same GPA? Is that like an average of their two GPAs put together? I'm not exactly sure how that 3.9 figure <laughs> came up, but I I feel like Cameron is probably averaging their GPAs like in his head. So... <laughs> he knows Tyler's GPA. He's got it memorized. Uh, well, I think he would. Like the amount of time that's, they that's spend not... together. It's, yeah, yeah. It seems like a reasonable thing for him to know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm guessing as well. Um, like maybe their like participation in the athletics program is dependent on maintaining a GPA um, of a certain number. Gotcha. So, you know, maybe he know he kind of has to know what Tyler's getting. Otherwise, the two of them won't be able to row or something. Um, but yeah, I, I find I do find it funny when he says we carry a three point nine GPA because it's like wait there, but do both of them have three point nine or yeah, is one carrying four and one carrying three point eight? What's going on? Um, <laughs> Which one's the slack? Yeah. Oh, I think I think on the GPA front we know it's Tyler, don't we? Um, <laughs> it, it feels like Tyler's the the one who's 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 kind of bringing that average down. Um, Mm. Yeah, so, and there's a lot of discussion about the student Harvard handbook, which says, you know, you can't steal. And in fact, in the script, Aaron Sorkin even notes as Cameron goes, Eureka, and finishes the sentence, you can't steal from another student. Um, And then obviously that's when they say they're going to Summers. Um, And I I don't know, it's kind of, uh, the the kind of list, again, this is like a minute full of lists where Divi is saying Mm -hmm. he violated Massachusetts state law when he goes to Connecticut, New York and California, he'll have violated federal law. And he's in violation of Harvard law. Um, I don't know that the Harvard student handbook constitutes a law. 
Um, <laughs> so I think it's a, it's a nice thought. Yeah, so I think Cameron is kind of right. There is no such thing as Harvard Law, apart from you know, people who study at Harvard Law School. Like that's you know, that yeah. But yeah, and I do love the kind it's of like, callback to the you know, gentleman of Harvard, which which is funny because obviously he directs that at Cameron, who was the one who mentioned you know, uh, gentleman of Harvard, do not start a knife fight in the crimson, and <laughs> Tivy is like. Cam- Cameron rather sensibly is like you're not thinking about how we will look um, you know already we've, we have we had an earlier sentiment where Tyler said you know he's 6 foot 2, 220 and there's two of him so we already know the de- <laughs> like the danger of their size and so Xavier is like what will it look like and of course you know he says it'll look like my brother and I are in skeleton costumes chasing the karate kid around a high school gym <laughs> which is not an accurate assessment of how that scene goes down in the film uh, because they, uh, not not really. They don't chase I mean, him around they, the they, gym. They they confront him, and he's in like the the shower curtain costume, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, with yeah. Uh, with Elizabeth Shue, and then he runs outside, and they ch- they then they chase him down outside, and then they obviously run into Mister Miyagi, who then you know, takes down all all the uh, all the skeletons. Um, but yeah, so but I still <laughs> I still do love the kind of the fact that Cameron acknowledges that you know the twelve feet of Winklevoss chasing down Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Is, they're on each other's shoulders yeah it's not a good look you know like yeah uh, and we'll find out later on in the meeting with larry summers that something has kind of already happened that looks a little bit like that and i think that maybe that's why cameron is a bit more hesitant to kind of go down the route of basically kind of like chasing down mark zuckerberg in person because at least with all the emails it, you have some kind of chain of custody you know what's going on you know what's been done uh, if you mm-hmm. just start kind of confronting him in person, then that's when it can kind of turn against you quite quickly. Um, and then you're just relying on, you know, witnesses and all that kind of stuff. So um, I do kind of like how Cameron, once again, the level-headed one is like, don't, let's not start chasing Mark Zuckerberg around. Um, <laughs> you know, let's not start kind of, you know, trying to beat up this nerd. It just, like, it's not a good look for them. Um, and I I like I like as well, because the thing is, Divya could probably get away with it because he's, I don't know, like, what, 5'3 and 100 pounds soaking wet? Like, he's yeah. not particularly physically intimidating. So, I, I'm, I'm you know, if Divya was to kind of find Mark Zuckerberg and confront him, I don't think there'd be any problems. Um, I don't think Mark Zuckerberg would take Divya seriously, but, you know. Uh, yeah, so, mm. I mean, again, uh, from, the, from the point of view for, of the viewer, this feels like a kind of unnecessary scene a little bit because, obviously, we already know about the cease and desist. We already know about the expansion to the other schools. Like, this is kind of information we already really know, but it does kind of build up nicely to the kind of the revelation that, oh, we've got this handbook, we can, you know, get a meeting with the president, which is a wonderful setup for the, you know, what is, you know, as I discuss it, you know, later on, a wonderful scene, just like a great kind of three or four minutes where it's just, you know, an amazing back and forth between, you know, the army's hammer and um, the guy playing Larry Summers, whose name escapes me at this point. But just that that entire scene is is such a you could just watch that scene all day. Uh, It's it's a really great scene. Um, But, you know, this this basically kind of leads us up to the point where, um, you know, the like the, the, the kind of twins and Divya are basically trying everything to not go to court. Um, you know, they've already tried the cease and desist letter. They've tried emailing him 37 times. Um, and now they're going to try, you know, one last ditch to kind of do this, but without, you know, legal recourse. Um, and we'll find out later on, you know, once they're you know abroad and taking part in a boat race, that eventually that is what they have to do. And, we can't, and the thing is, we kind of know that's going to happen. But I think the journey mm-hmm. of how they get there is quite interesting. And the fact that as well, 
Um, the film is is kind of almost painting them as a reluctant kind of like um, uh, I don't know what you call somebody who files a lawsuit suitors. That doesn't sound right. Um, a but plaintiff, plaintiff, something. Yeah, I, I, well, yeah, yeah. they put they're very reluctant to plaintai. Yeah, they're very reluctant. Unlike apparently most Americans, um, you know, who'll uh, yeah. sue at the drop of a hat. Um, to take this to court, they re- like they're really exhausting every other a- like avenue before they go to court. Uh, the problem they've got is at the other end of this is Mark Zuckerberg, who legitimately believes he did not steal any idea and he doesn't care about the weak horse twins and Dippias. So <laughs> that kind of stymies them a little bit. Um, but I do kind of like this shading that basically, you know, for the last, I don't know, like 15, 20 minutes of this film, the Winklevoss twins have been trying to avoid going to court. They've been trying to avoid taking legal recourse. Um, and so even though when we see them in, you know, the court scenes, they I, I don't know if they seem like excited or enthused or whatever. You know, Divya obviously looks forward to um, having a check written to him. Um, but the the twins have seem very reluctant to kind of, I don't know, maybe sully their reputation by just kind of resorting to a court case. Um, mm. You know, whereas, you know, like, as, as Cameron has said, they are gentlemen of Harvard. They would prefer to settle this a different way, but Mark Zuckerberg just is not playing ball. Um, and I think that's kind of the one thing that the twins have going for them in this film is how reluctant they were to kind of force the lawsuit. Um, we the, and the interesting thing is, of course, with the other deposition, which you know is where we've just come from. Uh, we never really see Eduardo's kind of thought process. Like it's not gradual; it's very kind of sudden, and he he literally says to Mark's face what he's going to do. Uh, so that's a nice mm-hmm. contrast of like you know when that when the when those two when the kind of relationship between Eduardo and Mark breaks down, it's very quick. And, you know, the lawsuit is very quick in coming. Whereas with the twins, they've been literally trying to do everything but sue him. And eventually that's just kind of what they're going to have to do. Uh, but I like how at this point they seem optimistic that a meeting with Larry Summers is going to be the solution to their problems. Um, you know, and that scene obviously turn- goes in a different direction than I think that they thought it would do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so but I also like this is something as well that you know obviously Aaron Sorkin does masterfully in this film, uh, but Cameron says why Stanford, and then of course Divya says why do you think we all know why Stanford? You know, uh, Eduardo said you know it's time for them to see in Palo Alto, and then when we cut, it's a cut to Palo Alto, and you know we'll see the word Stanford pretty soon, and so it's <laughs> it's kind of it's it's kind of nice that immediately it's almost like a Gilligan cut of like. Stanford and then smash cut yeah. Stanford, but it's done in yeah. such a subtle way that I mean less than subtle we'll talk about tomorrow. But it's done it's done in a mostly subtle way of kind of getting to Palo Alto quickly, and then from this point on the film has a different an entirely different tone. Um, you know we're mm. no longer in the you know the kind of I mean this is the last time we'll see Cameron and Tyler's you know um, dorm room. Uh, we've not gonna we're not gonna see their deposition anymore. All those kind of like dark kind of old money, all of that kind of stuff is done with now. Mm-hmm. And we're heading out to California. It's gonna be bright and sunny. And um, as with Eduardo's deposition, which you know takes place in a room that's pretty much all glass and lots of light, um, things are gonna get kind of get sunnier in terms of like you know the Facebook from this point on. Um, so, is there anything else that needs to be covered in this minute? Do you think? I think we pretty much got everything. I I would like to say that uh, it is a, a very um, this is a very yellow movie, and I feel like this is the start of the movie becoming yellower and yellower. <laughs> yeah, up until this point, it's kind of been brownish, but it'll start uh-huh. to lighten up and become very yellow from this point on. 
Um, but yeah, and I also I also love as well kind of like the production design on the um, the Winklevoss dorm room because mm-hmm. you just have th- these kind of single lights here and there, like just the single lamps. And it's not like overlit or anything. It's just kind of very like the lighting is um, it's kind of amazing. Um, you know, it just looks very kind of intimate and, you know, it, I mean, it looks like it smells like mahogany. Um, yeah, no, it, it looks yeah. like what I imagine like an old, like semi run down dorm building would look like at some sort of like institution type school. It recalls certain experiences in college <laughs> occasionally. There's, po- there's possibly <laughs> nothing that fancy. There's possibly a chance that uh, the Winklevoss twins own that building and you know they're just <laughs> they're just living in that one room and maybe the rest the Winklevoss wing. Yeah, the rest of the Winklevi wing is probably being rented out to, you know, a number of other students who are, you know, from <laughs> old money. Um, you know, just uh, that's 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 my feeling. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, we're kind of done with all that and, you know, from tomorrow we'll be talking about, you know, the sunshine and we're on the West coast for the first time. And, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of actually saying that I don't know where Eduardo's deposition takes place. That could take place on the West coast. I don't know. Um, Mm. so maybe we've been on the West coast, but we didn't know it, but it's not identified in any way, but from tomorrow, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely going to be, uh, on the West coast. Um, so my question for Tuesdays is, uh, when did you join Facebook? Join Facebook, uh, probably too early relatively. Um, I would say like probably around when this movie came out, honestly, like 2010, um, something like that. I was, um, still in high school, um, making terrible posts, uh, (laughs) and it's, um, there's a, there's a decent, uh, trove of, uh, semi-awful memories uh, stuck on my Facebook wall somewhere. Uh, I, I think it's funny, actually, because um, the whole kind of like... I mean, you know, a number of people have talked about it. The whole kind of third-person thing of it forcing you to be, you know, someone is, and then your status yeah. to be kind of in the third person was kind of a weird move to start off with. Uh, <laughs> and I'm kind of glad that they got rid of it. But it's just one of those weird things where it's like, why did they even do that? Like... I don't fully that led understand. to a lot of a lot of strange follow-ups for me. I, I didn't know how to answer that question very well. Uh, okay, well then uh, I feel like we've covered everything. So let's go to plugs. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Noah? Uh, I'm on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at I am the best Noah. Uh, you can also uh, follow me on SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud.com/slash/zeta underscore waves uh, zeta with z. Um, yeah, I'll post things there every so often. And you can find us on uh, MySpace at myspace.com slash the social minute or on Twitter at social underscore minute or on Facebook at the social minute podcast. Thanks as well for being my guest here today, Noah. Thank you for having me. And otherwise, goodbye. Bye. Bye.